Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are now listening to Nonsense at its Finest live from Cypress, Texas. This is Bartop Banner with your two hosts, Josh Roach and Keith Smith. That's right after a short vacation, a little breaky break. Bar Top Banter is back in action. You've got you just, Josh, you you just got, call it a vacation. We were on. I was on vacation. Oh, I forgot. You get those. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you were doing. You just have been MIA. So, for all our listeners, all our fans, give Keith a round of applause. Welcome him back to the studio. Big shout out! I'm to getting you. ripped tonight. No, 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 no getting ripped tonight. All right, that's not my that's not my TikTok jam. <laughs> Big shout out to Intercoastal Brewery for taking care of us today. They sent me a beautiful pistachio milk stout milkshake type beer. It was awesome. It tastes like marshmallows in my mouth and an amazing coastal series. Super smooth for an IPA. Go check them out. They're out of Melbourne, Florida. I repeat, Melbourne. They think we're badass, so they sent us some good shit. But um, yeah, check them out. Intercoastal Brewery taking care of us for this morning's episode, Keith. Life so if you crazy. put some chocolate and graham crackers in your mouth and pour some intercoastal in there, it's going to taste like a s'more? Yes. Yes. I need to try this. It's, it's pretty delicious. So big shout out to them. Welcome back, Keith. Dude, life for you has been wild. It has been nuts. It's kind of a Slim Shady reference. Like, yes, who's back? Back again. Yes, I'm extremely white. But yeah, life has been nuts. And, uh, but Josh has not exactly been quiet and slow. Josh is getting a jukebox. I am. I am getting a jukebox. I'm going to check it out Thursday. Um, I was reaching out to uh, uh, KP of the Chad Cook Band. I was like, hey, man, I have you on 33. I may need a CD. And he was asking why. And I sent him a picture of it. And he's like, holy shit, are you getting that in your house? I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's funny. Now I think I need a jukebox like you in my office because I moved my desk right here for this podcast, Badassery, and it's going to stay here. It might, it might as well. I got all this shit in the background. Yes. I look good. Yes. Like it, you look, you look like you should be on ESPN right now, like talking in baseball tonight with all your memorabilia back there. I should. Me and Harold Reynolds, we're going old school. So why were you singing that song just now, R.I.P.? Well, my daughter isn't exactly innocent on TikTok. Thanks for uh, reminding me. But uh, it's a little better than WAP, I think. Um, I'll go along with that for sure. Yeah. R.I.P. that pussy. Yeah, hey. I, I'm, learning, I'm learning songs. And I'm also a boss-ass bitch, according to uh, work last night. So that's also a song by Nicki Minaj. Who? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj? I, I have no idea, but I heard. I, I looked it up, and the song is perfect for me. I'm a boss-ass bitch. Well, there you go. Well, bomb-ass bitch being um Boss. Boss. Not bomb. Boss ass bitch. We are not terrorists. Don't say bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. I don't, I don't know those songs. Even through the TikToks, I don't know those songs. So, boss ass I got introduced bitch. last night. I'm a professional with a 15-year-old daughter. Yeah, and sure. you said no, but I'm going to dig it out of the garage. We're putting Shaq Diesel and New Kids on the Block in your jukebox. And it's going to be badass while I drink Truly and Intercoastal Marshmallows. <laughs> we are not having Shaq Diesel in that jukebox. He has been relegated to your garage. I am up for more drinking of the Intracoastal beer because it was delicious. Thank you, Ryan Boza, and thank you, Florida. 
Yeah, dude. Ryan's from Nashville right now. That stuff's awesome. That's where he lives. Well, then how do we get this shit from Florida? I don't know. Maybe he went there. People can travel. Well, there you go. There you go. Some mass and that's Florida, so probably not. Nah, not necessarily. They're our brothers from the other coast. They're, they were good when Jeb Bush was in charge, I think. Was he in charge there? He was the governor, correct. Yeah, kind of like Jesse Ventura in Minnesota, but better. He, yeah, yeah, that, that dude fell, fell, uh, fell into the crazy times. But uh, tornadoes, we, I, thought, I thought we were in uh, North Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Kansas for a little bit, and tornadoes touching down in Katy, man. Yeah, well, I just need a picture of the ball fields. They're pretty jacked up this morning. A bunch of light poles fell down, and uh, I doubt we're playing tonight. So we have options, though. We'll be playing somewhere else indoors. Yeah, but, I, was about, I was about to say, that is a non-playable field, 100%. It is jacked, jacked. But there's a bunch of Jericho, a bunch of stupid idiots out here wondering why we don't have stupid tornado sirens and shit. Where are you from, retard? Get in the house. There's wind. You ain't going to die. Get your ass in the house. Get under a bed. Be stupid. Yeah, pe- people in the city don't understand. I mean, I come from a town that had, well, they were, they were multi-purpose sirens. They were tornado sirens, but they're also nuclear meltdown sirens, too. So we had both of those. Um, and then the first one. Yeah, Glenrose, we have a nuclear power plant. So not like while you were being a seaman. Like, this is when you were growing up. Yeah, and I was an airman. Well, it, it's the same thing. It's vastly different. Well, yeah. Thanks for your service, buddy. There you go. Thank you. But yeah, no, no, one, no, one in, no one in Houston knows what's going on with the sirens. It was, my mom was freaking out, telling me to get in bathtubs and be safe, but we were all good. It missed us. Had some, a little bit of wind, but nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, Katie, Katie baseball fields got crushed. Um, how's Katie Little League baseball going? I mean, this is a, this has been a big part for the last few months. The the team and everything. How's it looking? Going in the playoff playoff games. How are those going? Dude, if we're going that direction, it's badass. We sucked all season long, but we got better. And now we went and faced the number three seed last week. Beat them six to two. Headed the second round of the playoffs. I've got what's called Operation Dickhead in place with a couple of the parents that I like. We're going to take down the number one seed, and we're winning the championship this season. I don't care what it does. We so got – what? Are you like Buttermaker, the Bad News Bears? Or, or they're, coming, they're coming to town to, to upset Houston in the Astrodome? Heck, yeah, we got, we got Kelly and whatever her name was. And, you know, this, this is badass. I'm going to drive around in my convertible. But, <laughs> yeah, remember Varsity Blues where they threw that football? Mox did. And he hit his father. Then he hit the mascot. The dad realized how good he's actually good. I'm going to have my kid hit this coach right in the dick. <laughs> hey, you heard it first, Bart. I've been listening here, dickless. You're not going to have a dick because catcher's going to take it off with a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. Nobody wants to touch his pecker anyways. He's a worthless coach. So, worthless coaches, going to lose a pecker. Um, yeah, coach, coach is my main problem, man. You got – they're volunteers, for God's sakes. I don't care you're on the board of directors for a little league. You ain't making shit. You ain't got no benefits. Quit being a douche, man. You know, get that shit out of here. We don't need it. Fucking douches. I don't like it. Douches and more douches. They're everywhere lately. Um, and it's funny. The douches actually have kids that suck at baseball. And uh, self-admitted, they need to get away. They need to go play Tilly Winks and band and shit. Yeah. Fucking losers. losers. They really are. But, uh, they really are. 
Same with baseball. Yeah. You're, you're a lot son, going on in baseball. Your son catcher coming, becoming a little celebrity on cards with catcher. When uh, when you're posting those, man, what in the world is going on with baseball cards? Um, they are, you know, you've been saying it that they're back. Well, I, I just saw a little a little blurb the other day. Uh, last year, a Michael Jordan rookie card was twenty three twenty four hundred dollars. It is now seventeen thousand dollars. The boom is back in card trading. Yeah, it's it's more consistent than with the Dodge coin and Bitcoin and all that crazy shit out there, which I don't believe imaginary money, but I'm, I'm happy for everybody else. Dude, baseball cards, cards in general. The one of your boys, what is his name? Luka Don, Donchik? Donchik? Luka Donchik, yep. So, in the last couple of years, he's got the second highest card sale. It's a, it's a one of one. There's an NBA patch. is an autograph. Um, $4.6 million for this basketball card. Really? It's the highest NBA memorabilia sale ever. That's wild. And that's only number two. The number one is the 1952 Mickey Mantle beat out that, as well as the 2009 Bowman Mike Trout. So all of those cards beat out the Honus Wagner, which held the record for forever. Since that, was, that was the first baseball card ever, right? Basically. One of the, you know, the original tobacco cards, Honus Wagner. But all cards. All cards. Behind me, you can't see it. In my left, you've seen them. Yeah, uh, we got more coming with cards with catcher too. I've got a, I bought a collection of Mike Trout's that you guys will see here very soon, along with a like 1995-ish kind of a Donruss uh, studio set. They look like gold credit cards. Really? They've got like Griffey Jr., Harold Baines, Wade Boggs, Rafael Palmeiro, those kind of guys from the 90s. And it's just a really cool ass set that um. I had to get from my guy, so. And it doesn't. It doesn't seem that cards are really even traded anymore. It's more of just a collectible memorabilia, even you know, part of people's homes. Like, like it's just it's on the wall. It is. It makes up a big chunk of this office right now. And you know, my, my son made me very proud the day he's doing a project for the end of the year on Ken Griffey Jr. He uh, made the story. He decided to tell me. I already knew the story. About King Griffey Jr. getting kicked out of the Yankees dugout as a kid when his dad played ball. Oh yeah, yeah. And to this day, you know, he always said as a player, "I will, ne- I'll retire before I play for the fucking Yankees." So <laughs> my buddy Michael Strunk out there hears this, Roach, you're not gonna like it. He texted me yesterday and said, "Hey, buddy, Yankees are on ESPN, mighty Yankees, for your viewing pleasure." And I told him I'd rather watch soccer. That's how bad it would have been. Hey, I'm okay with that. If it, if it gets you watching some people on the pitch, man, I'm not going to complain. No, the pitch is a baseball term, not a Mexican ping pong term. I'm, well, if you want to get specific, I believe soccer predates baseball, which means the pitch. That's impossible. The Pilgrims brought it over here. The Pilgrims brought what over? Baseball. <laughs> there are a bunch of Quakers and hats and boats and stuff and, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue and shit with baseball bats. I think you have uh, your world history and American history from back in the day a little confused, but that's okay. I don't. He, uh, Abner Doubleday was on that boat. <laughs> Fucking guy. Took out the Indians. It was good stuff. Well, yep. Yeah, catcher becoming a little celebrity. Baseball cards back in the news. Keeping his name in the news. Our good friend that doesn't know we're good friends yet. Dave Portnoy. 
Um, our man. Davey, 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 Dave, Davey Day Trader, making news again. He had uh, he put the NCAA on blast. There was a regional uh, women's golf tournament to go to the national championship, and they made a decision not to play it. I quote, unquote, the course is playable, but not at championship level. So seeds one through six get to move. Everyone else, they don't get to play, which is just travesty. So, so what does Dave Portnoy do? I'll hold their own tournament. Dave Portnoy, Portnoy becomes the badass that he is outside of eating pizza. He's going to rule the world. Portnoy for president. Fucking guts one time. No disrespect. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Like, <laughs> he, uh, he even has some shirts on, online now. It just says, let them play, and 100% of the net uh, goes to their travel expenses to try to pay for everything. I mean, the dude – a lot of people don't like this guy for the comments he says and his brutal honesty, but I love everything about the guy. He's fucking hilarious. That's why you love me. Yeah. We need to start our own. Let them play classic just like this, but it'll be like topless water polo. That's a man sport. Not if you make them buoyant. <laughs> I'm not sure how Kylie would, um, how she would feel about that per se, but um, just women... look, no touch. Just look, just look. <laughs> How much do they float? I, I, no. I still, I still don't think she'd be super excited about it. Eh, let's, let's see how much money we put in her pocket. There you Maybe go. You can buy her some, some more stray dogs. Um, shit, we don't need no more dogs. Um, I, and I think this just goes back to show how crooked, crazy, and convoluted the NCAA is as just a corporate, I can't believe it's called a corporation. It is, it is the modern day mob for uh, college athletes. Absolutely. There, there needs to be, and, and I'm not for play, paying college football players, baseball players, anything. Yeah. Jillions of dollars. There needs to be more incentive though. Not just the scholar scholarships rolling football. Very rare. Do you get a full ride in basketball, full ride in baseball, full ride in golf. Um, but there needs to be better incentives because all this money is just going to the NCAA's pockets. And it's, uh, it's not the way it should be. There needs to be more spread the wealth kind of thing, in my opinion. These kids are generating hundreds of millions of dollars for these schools that uh, are taking care of them. They need to be taking care of them more. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the players making money somehow. I don't think the school should pay for them. Um, but if you can make money off your name or what you're doing, I find no fault in that at all. If whatever you're doing, if you're a college golfer and you're really, you're awesome and Callaway or something wants to give you a little money cause your name and use your likeness. I think that there's very little that anything, anyone should be able to take away from that. It's just ridiculous because in this day and age, especially in football, football has the biggest monopoly cause you got to go play college football to make it to the NFL in baseball, basketball, other sports, you can go pro younger or you can go overseas and make a living until you can get into the, you know, the, the major leagues or in basketball or whatever, but there's leagues out there that are going to pay you and do well. And I think the NBA realized that. And that's why this D league one year kind of thing with a little bit of money, lets the kids go pro develop a little bit, but still can get paid. What's that kid's name? Uh, the ball kid. Hornets. Oh, mellow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he made some money, went early. I don't necessarily like his father, but, I mean, it, it worked out for him in the long run. And oh, it's, yeah. uh, now he's a baller. I don't even like basketball that much, but I know all about him. 
Yeah, he, he had a hell of a season, and, you know, they were right on the brink of making the playoffs, so, you know, that, that's exciting. But, yeah, he, he went overseas, made, made some money, and came over here, the, you know, top five pick, making a lot more money. And I think if college gave that option, kids would stay in college more. You know, Barkley said it from the beginning, like he stayed an extra season at Auburn because he was getting money under the table. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't getting that money, he would have went pro after, after a sophomore year because he's like, shit, I'm tired of not being able to eat. How to not be able to do these things. So we all saw blue chips. Great movie. Underrated movie. Yes. Shaquille Penny. Good stuff. We're back to Shaq. Shaq Diesel. One of the greatest CDs ever. That is the it's going worst. to the jukebox. It's not going to the jukebox. That I will not I'll come to your house when you're at work and I'm not. I'll have the key. You can't unlock nothing. I'll figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. That's just not happening. Who will? Oh, man. So, last topic of the day. I've said this on a, another podcast, man. Uh, me and Keith both work in the service industry. We are getting annihilated, popular. Um, people in and out the doors, not enough staff. The Karens and Kyles are out of fucking control lately. Where do you want to start? At wherever you want to start. People don't want to answer their text messages. They want to tell me where they want to sit. Then tell me something different when they want to get there. Fuck you. (laughs) Get over it. We're open. You're not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. Go where we send you. You don't like it? Fine. Let's talk about it. Don't tell me I did my fucking job wrong, asshole. Yeah, it's, um, it is getting crazy and it's getting crazier by the day. Um, why, why is there such a long wait? Well, because, you know, unfortunately, we're understaffed. We're trying to get you sat as quick as possible. Why are you understaffed? Because I'm not hiring. I'm just, I figured I'd just let it ride, you know, not doing anything. It's like. Yeah, we just sit around with our thumbs up our asses and hope people come through the door and go, hey, want to wait tables? Hey, you want to bartend? Hey, you look like you speak Spanish. You want to cook? Come on now. And, and that's, that's how people are. So, you know, Karen, Kyle, all you guys out there, you know, Give the restaurants a break. You can go be a snatch and a douche later. Like, that's fine. You want to bring it back in a few months, but let us catch back up. It's just the expectations of people right now and not, I, I guess they're blind. If When in the history since Columbus, as you said, 1492 sailed over and invented baseball, have... Yeah, every double day. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time that servers and restaurant associates were getting sign-on bonuses? When's that ever happened? Never. Like never. We have that, to pay people to come to work now. Yes. Like you, you're you're having to basically give them, you know, a stimulus check just to get them to get them in the building to work. And it's I want just, to be stimulated every day. Yeah. Can't do that at work. I got to do that in the privacy of my own home. And there it is. There it is. That's very true. Just saying, you want to be stimulated? Figure it out, my friends. Don't be a douche. But yeah, the, the restaurant industry is hurting. The hospitality industry is hurting everywhere. It's not just us. You know, vendors are hurting. Um, retail places, they're hurting too. They don't have everything they need. So think about that when you go out there. Just be a good person. Don't be Man, a dick. People are closing early because they can't keep people in their buildings late enough. They just don't have the staffing. Yeah. They're, Chill the fuck out, folk. There, there was a Chili's in a, a, the neighboring town, uh, Granbury, Texas, of where I'm from in Glenrose, where they were doing, they were shutting down the building, I think two or three days a week and doing just to goes because they don't have the staff. Like 
that's the only way to go through product, but they don't have the people in the front of the house to make it happen. So it, it's a crazy world out there. There's a Chili's concept in Florida that is testing a robotic hostess. You walk in, push your button, and this robot leads you to your table. That's what it's going to do. So, People need to get out there and get some jobs. Quit being lazy fucks. Yeah, I mean, taking your unemployment money and extra stimulus money and spend it. Come and spend it at Top Golf. I don't give a shit. Oh, is that Act where you right. work? Huh? Is that where you work? No, I really like that place, though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sadly, I think that's just the beginning with the talks of you know, more money, different things and minimum wage conversations. I think a lot of businesses are going to, are going to go to different formats. I mean, I think we've seen it with movies, you know, what, what this whole pandemic has done to the theaters and the adjustments the movie industry's made with streaming, they'll always be theaters, you know, but I don't think it's going to ever get back to what it was. And I think, you know, restaurants and grocery stores and all those, the self checkouts, I think, you know, by the end of my lifetime, there will be less and less servers and bartenders uh, than how I came up through the business because it's cheaper not to have them. And when things like this happen, it's easier that you have something that's for sure. However that looks, I think minus fine dining, like the server business might go away in the next 20 years and it's just going to go into fast casual order at the top and go sit down. The, the whole, the whole business is hit the reset button over the last year and a half. Sarah and I were talking about last night while she's laid up in a hospital bed. Just we had talk about something, and uh, it's it's shitty what we're having to deal with on the whole with staff, guests, police, crackheads in the parking lots. It's ridiculous the things that are happening right now, and it's it's just not getting any better yet. Yeah. Not it, it, it really isn't. Um, there was, there was also a good post put that, you know, made me actually think a little bit, um, from one, from one of the, the gentlemen that work, um, in my place of business. And it said, um, why are you firing me from like a person? And then the business says, well, we can't make ends meet with, with the, with the staffing and the money and stuff. And then it comes to 2021 and it says like the, the, the business, Hey, why aren't you working? person because I can't make ends meet with what you're giving me basically saying they can't they can make more so I mean I can get it both ways like a lot of people lost their jobs during this pandemic and they're making mo good money off the government and they still are so in their thoughts like hey you didn't you didn't keep paying me I can make more money here why should I come back and I understand why the businesses did it but there's always two ways to look at it I guess well I'm gonna call out Bucky's you know if you're from the south you know Bucky's Bucky's is the badass Walmart of gas stations just obnoxiously cool. Bucky starts at $13 an hour. Yeah. $15 an hour, up to 17 working in the back in the kitchen. But they have expectations. And they need people. They're, they're short staff too. They can't get people to work for $17 an hour. What the hell is wrong with our world? Yeah. I mean, get your asses to work. You, you, can, you can make more sitting at home. That's just the, that's the truth. So you have a different generation of people that are raised by a different generation of parents and you know, you can, you can go to work and make some money or you can stay at home, and make more money. I had, I had people in Lafayette all the time 
uh, quit when I was working at Johnny Carino's in Lafayette, Louisiana, because they could make more money unemployed. And that would have never crossed my mind. I just wasn't raised like that, but people are, that's, that's generally a thought process on how you should handle your life. I I wasn't forced into any kind of work when I was younger, but it was genuinely encouraged. Yeah. Which, which means get a work ethic. And I was, I was raised similar to you, Mr. Roach. And it's a, my kids do the same thing. My 15-year-old daughter is already asking when she can work because I I get her a lot of stuff. She's very well taken care of, but she wants more, and I, I won't give it to her. So she yeah. knows she has to go earn it. And then that's that's good. That's good that the uh, the thoughts are already in there, that um, to, to get a job that makes more money because, I mean, everyone at the end of the day, you want to get promoted to make more money to get do more stuff and have more stuff so, and have more money. So I think it's awesome being like a jukebox, like a jukebox, getting a jukebox. Can't wait to play some tunes on here. You know what else you can get when you work hard, Roach? Yeah. Jukeboxes. Concerts. You had a concert at your house. You had a concert on the beach. You're just a badass. flags and friends and stuff. I love, I love stuff. Um, shout out Chad cook band again. They get so much shout outs on here. I don't even know if they watch this or how often they watch it, but they get talked about all the time. So yeah, they put on another good performance. We'll tag them. Um, tag them. Yes. The story is people don't be dicks. Don't be douches. Respect uh, your people. Everyone's trying really hard. Amen, brother. Amen. When you, when you think that they aren't trying hard and they don't care, they do care. Everyone's just very exhausted and doing their best. To, don't say everyone Roach. Majority. I'm, I'm, okay, 95% of everybody in, in my place of business is working very, very hard and um, is just exhausted. It's not that they don't care. They're just, they're spent. Um, As are we. So, so have some respect. Other than that, man, Keith, we're going to do a short episode. We're going to get back into the swing of things. Um, what do you got planned the rest of the day? Oh, man. Ah, take care of my wife. She's been down. Spent the night in the ER. Get the kids. We got some baseball. As you know, uh, baseball takes the majority of my life right now. Tennis with my daughter. She's got summer camps. My son's playing for a uh, former Astros manager at his academy here in Houston. And he's him and my nephew as well. So they're, they're both going to play there this summer. They've got a lot going on starting last week through this week. Another all-star league in the summer. A little time from Texas action, some family, some friends, and obviously work. But I'm going to stay busy like always. What are you going to do? Sit in your pool? Sit in my pool, drink some beers, probably get a house a couple more times on the peninsula, and just work, man. Work, 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 and get ready for A&M football in uh, September. Get back to the tailgating. So that's really, that's really it for me. But, Absolutely. Uh, hey, guys, we appreciate you. Big shout-out, Intracoastal Brewery, Ryan Boza, shipping it on over, Melbourne, Florida. Miss you, Ryan. Yeah, miss the Boza and talking about the amazing musical taste he has. The Coastal Series IPA, it is delicious. It is a hoppy, extraordinary beer, but you don't get all the hops. I think it's super smooth. And then the Pistachio Milkshake IPA, I have never heard of a thing like that. I never thought I would love a thing like that. Put this shit in a glass and chug it down. It is delicious. Um, All of our listeners, fans, hey, thanks for joining in as always. Please make sure we're going over to YouTube and subscribing um we got our facebook facebook last we checked 667 followers which is um, still growing there but please move it on over to youtube as well we got our instagram we got our tiktok we are rolling and bowling keith smith it's been a pleasure to have you back tiktok getting ripped tonight get ripped tonight that's for you pat baker
<laughs> I can just imagine his face when he saw that. <laughs> hey, guys, we are uh, Bar Top Banter. To play us out, one of Keith's favorite songs from one of his favorite movies. We'll check you all next week. Bar Top Banter. See you next time. <laughs> Come on, Craig, you can do it. Bill Jones, the local boy. I'll be at.